The IAB Digital Audio Council presents the State of the Nation Industry Sessions. We love bringing industry together. Definitely the industry is, is moving forward. And audio is becoming more important. Powered by the nation's leading audio companies. For more information, visit iabaustralia.com.au. Welcome. I'm uh, VJ from the IAB. We love collaboration. So as I often say, it's your IAB. So thanks for getting involved with us because that's how we drive things forward. I'd also like to say up front, uh, thanks to the following companies that have come together today to make this, uh, this morning's uh, event happen. All members of the Audio Council, ARN, Eardrum, Nova, Pandora, SCA and Spotify. Diversity is our strength. I'd also want to say a thank you to Joan Warner and the CRA for their support. Who says industry bodies can't work together? Thanks to uh, PwC uh, for hosting. And of course, uh, almost I was looking at this last night and thinking, you know, sometimes putting a hashtag feels a bit old school, but thanks to Trump, it feels uh, almost feels cool again, not necessarily in a good way. But use any social channel and talk about it. You know, part of the value of sessions like today is the conversation that we have and the content that you push out and federate. So let's make the most of it. Uh, today is about celebrating the stuff we've learned about digital audio and the opportunity we have to grow it and take it forward. We're going to be shooting some video today. And of course, you can't have a digital audio event and not uh, make a podcast of it. So thanks to the guys from Wushka for stepping in and uh, making that happen. So why are we here today? Well, we've got some unique industry research that we'd like to share with you that's been commissioned by the IAB Audio Council. We'd like to share some insights into what, look, what makes great creative when it comes to digital audio. And then we'll wrap up this session uh, with a, a panel made up of industry leaders from the digital audio space. We'll be done by 11 a.m. so you can leg it to your next, uh, next meeting. Um, and if you take away nothing from today, the, the, the data and the debate will show that digital audio is absolutely in growth. And there's a lot of things that we can do with digital audio um, that are unique and compelling. So um, that's the key message. But first, and I kind of have to do this, just a quick reminder of the IOB. We're all about championing digital advertising and digital marketing. What we do is we deliver measurement with audience, with revenue. Uh, we deliver standards, whether it's um, technical ones or things like guidelines on podcasting. Um, and we get the best of the industry together to work on hot topics. Last year, we pulled together a, a white paper on viewability. Um, and then finally, we love doing events. Um, and you're going to see a, a greater run and commitment to events from us across this year, starting from stuff like this, coming up with the Programmatic Summit next month, and much, much more. Today, in addition to audio, uh, we run six other councils, standards and guidelines, measurement, regulatory affairs, video, technology, mobile, no search council yet, we'll see. Um, if these are relevant to you and your industry, I urge you to get involved. But let's get down to business. I don't think I need to tell this audience that the world of uh, audio uh, is changing. Radio is still important, but audio is clearly in growth. And I think the way I like to think of it is that, is that digital technology has changed the how and the what. The fact that you can use so many different channels to distribute your content. And as a result of all these, all these new channels, 
it's created an explosion of new forms of content. And that's what makes it both exciting. That's why consumers are diving in. And I think that what, that's what makes it exciting from a, an advertising viewpoint as well. Looking quickly overseas, just as a sort of taster, you'll see that over the last couple of years, um, digital audio has exploded. Um, there's still AM and FM, but you see the growth is coming in areas like streaming and like downloads and like podcasts. And, you know, it's, it's quite interesting because you naturally start comparing and contrasting other countries, particularly places like the US, with home. And you begin to kind of tick and cross in terms of which of those brands are here and which ones aren't. Um, here, clearly not quite so crowded. But the point of this slide is um, it's growing in, in lots of different ways. But I think the thing that makes it particularly exciting is that digital audio is mobile. Um, you know, again, US data shows that 20% of, of mobile time is dedicated to audio in some form. And for me, I think it's the simple, fundamental consumer behavior of having plugs in your ears um, that create um, whole new opportunities where you can be doing lots of different things. Um, and, and therefore, there's a greater opportunity to get audio and therefore messages to you. Um, it's the mobility that's driven by mobile that I think is a massive, massive catalyst to the changing world of, of audio. And it's interesting, you know, how this world is changing. Um, I think digital audio has, has been rooted in a younger audience, but you'll hear today and you'll see today that, that all of that is changing. Ironically, I'll reveal right now that the three slides that I've just put up from the US are actually two years old. And it's, it's funny because the, um, they've, they've come from a piece of research that's done every year. They've not replicated exactly the same things. But what they've shown in this year's research uh, is that wireless headphones have just overtaken um, non-wired. And that was before the launch of the AirPod. Um, so that whole transition of the buds in your ears and the mobility that gives you is going is to continue. The other latest data point from the US is in podcasting. Where, um, and I think, they, I think Australia will follow, where there's no question that it's in, in growth. And I think, if I remember rightly, from 25 to 34 demog, podcasting has grown 60% year on year, and it will continue to do so. So in the US, there's definitely been some change. And often, I think we all find across the digital industry that the US is a, is, is a good sort of bellwether for what might happen here. But what do we know about digital audio in Australia? One of the reasons that, as the IFB, we're interested in this space is we've seen a series of studies from, from different organizations. Um, the CRA have done a study, Pandora have done a study, Spotify have done studies, slightly different numbers. Um, but the facts are that you see these bigger chunks of pie in spaces like streaming and in podcasting. So there's no question that this is changing. And clearly, what you start to see is that the demographic of consumption is becoming more and more mainstream. Specifically to, to Australia, pulling our own data and uh, Nielsen data, we know that 12 million Australians use streaming services every month. Um, from looking at the Nielsen data, there's been a 20% increase in the time spent streaming digital, mu dig streaming digital music and a million podcasts that are downloaded per month. Uh, later this year, in partnership with Nielsen, we're going to announce um, daily digital ratings. And I think the point to make there is that we'll give audio the same footing as video and as text. That's how important it is, I think, um, for the consumer audience and for our industry. 
I, over the last few days in pulling this together, have talked to members of the um, Audio Council and said, send me, send me examples of all the great stuff you've done in the last 12 months. And um, I neither have the time, um, and given my sort of UN delicate Switzerland balance, I, I, I'm not going to show lots of examples from the different organisations. I'll let them do that. But what I've done is maybe pull together what I feel like are four or five key themes of how, through the technology, digital audio is different and can provide opportunities and benefits that perhaps um, less traditional media cannot um, quite so easily. One is the ability to target by location. Um, you'll hear lots of examples um, where there's the ability to target by genre or even specific types of music, usually involving hipsters from Bondi, um, and the ability to personalise creative. Um, and the underneath all of that is the data. And, and there are brands that are also using the data to even get into the, the space of targeting by, by mood. So there's a lot that you can do that's enabled by the data, which I think makes it pretty, pretty exciting. We'll get going. I'll uh, start by handing over to, to Gayla Roy and get her to take us through the research. Thank you. I'm personally really thrilled um, that we're presenting this today. Um, a few years ago when I was at the IAB in one of my previous stints, we tried to get an audio event up and running. Um, the interest was less than this, let me just put it that way. So it's really to see, lovely to see a sold-out house and um, lots, of, um, lots of people sort of feeding into that. Um, I think the Audio Council is the perfect example of why the IAB exists. A couple of years ago, after we tried to get that sort of event happening, a lot of uh, different organisations came to us and saying, look, we really need to look at the, the streaming space and work out some standardisation on measurement, on metrics, can you help us? And that was sort of the beginning of, beginning of the Audio Council. So there's a really, as Vijay said, a diverse group in that, in that room. There's been some robust debate, um, but definitely the industry is, is moving forward. Um, like to thank Rick Gleave, who unfortunately can't be here today, who's the chair of the chair of the council, um, who was sort of a big supporter of getting this research up and running. Um, the, the research model that we've taken is actually quite similar to some work we did starting in 2013, which um, doesn't sound that long ago, but feels a long time ago for the mobile council. So we did a mobile landscape study. Um, in 2013, when the mobile market share was 5% of the digital market. Um, looking at industry, trade study again, looking at what people were thinking about it, what was stopping them spending, what were the barriers in terms of infrastructure and scale. Um, and we did that study for three years. Mobile is now just over 50% of the display, digital display market. Now, I won't claim that survey was the only thing driving that, but um, it was definitely an important part of the industry growing in a, in a healthy way and driving that growth. Um, so the research we take you through today is a trade research. It's going to be um, up online on our site. Is it up now? It's up now. Um, I'm going to take you through some highlights uh, today, but that if you, if you want to have a look at the whole piece, go down and, and download it from our site afterwards. The study was made possible, and I know Vijay's already talking about spons spoken about sponsors, but can I just say this stuff doesn't happen without people investing. Um, so thank you to everyone doing that. Bit of background on how we did this. Um, so it's, a, a, again, a trade study. We spoke to just over 250 people in the industry, 
primarily agency folk. Um, so most of the data you'll see today is based on, on media agency people. We did speak to some marketers as well, and I'll reference that at some points, but the majority of the quant data is based on, based on agencies. And the sample was, you know, it was representative of different states, holding groups, um, and different people of different tenures, which I think in this space is really interesting um, of how long people have been in the industry. So we'll t I'll reference that a bit. Sponsors, reminder, all those wonderful people. And again, thanks to the CRA for getting involved. Um, okay, so what did we look at? We looked at four different buckets in general. So we did look at broadcast radio as well as the, the newer formats and looked at the experience that people have in agencies. When I'm going through this study, a lot of the stuff that we'll be talking about is intentions for 2017. Um, really interested the panel will sort of touch on this, the gaps between, I guess, where we are today and where people would like to be and, and how we get there, because I think there probably is a slight disconnect at times. This, this slide, look, no huge surprises, broadcast radio, huge part of a lot of people's activity. We're speaking to people who are planning, buying audio of some variety, streaming, a lot of experience. I mean, that was probably, you know, the amount of experience and moving from experimentation to regular consideration. Um, this is a study we'll try and replicate each year to see the changes, and the changes will be as interesting as anything. DAB still sort of, you know, a little bit of an unknown factor for a lot of people, and this is DAB sort of only, not combined. Um, and podcasting. There's been so much talk in industry about podcasting. Um, and I will just correct Vijay's point, which I probably gave him incorrectly. Um, so, so a million people downloading podcasts each month. So the, the number of podcasts is, um, yeah, much more than that. But um, a, a big group of chunk of people doing that each month. Um, a little bit about team structure. So how are people buying across broadcast radio and, and streaming radio in particular? Um, and really, I found this really encouraging. So about two-thirds of the agencies were um, at least planning the two side-by-side, side, actually working out how to get the most out of um, the audio space, audio reach, audio creative. Um, if we look at the state split with that, it actually skews more, again, probably not surprisingly, to the smaller states having those combined teams, smaller agencies, having to do everything. Um, and New South Wales still being split out, Sydney-based people still being split out a little bit more. Okay, what are people... And this is probably a really interesting one. So what are people intending to buy as part of their activity this year? Um, traditional radio spot buy, still big, um, important piece. Um, the bundled with other media opportunities um, and that sort of integration feel is really important. And if we look at the split between agencies and marketers, the marketers are incredibly keen for this one. They see a lot of opportunities there. It's what they're, what they're after. Uh, brand sponsorships, um, you know, a key, key area of sort of traditional broadcast radio. And the two programmatic areas at the bottom, which were coming through a lot stronger than I, I thought they would for, for the audio space. We know programmatic's big in... Traditional, traditional digital, we can call that now. Um, but in the in the audio space, it's it's a newer field. But the agencies are intending to buy it, so it'd be interesting as an industry to see how we can how we can get there and make that a a nice a nice transition and um, add value to that. With this one, so again, 
a little bit of a state difference here. Um, so when we're looking at the programmatic side of things, um, it's, it's particularly the Sydney agencies who are gung-ho on this. The other markets a little less so, but definitely Sydney's is sort of, you know, over-indexing over there. How much do people think they know? This is always an interesting one, right? Um, look, overall, the sort of average level, if we look at the one on the, on, on the right, of, of broadcast and streaming is, you know, coming out pretty similar, you know, different within different groups. Um, it's really in terms of the people who think they're pretty together, particularly with streaming, it's that mid-level, people who have been in market for about sort of five to 15 years. Um, younger ones, in terms of level of knowledge, lighter on everything, unsurprisingly new to market. Um, and the people who, I don't know, the oldies like me in the industry, I guess, uh, who've been sort of 15, 20 years plus, a little, a little sort of shakier on the, on, the, on the podcasting and streaming in terms of level of expertise. So the one on the left is just pulling out. So we've got averages on the right and the one on the left, um, just looking at that expertise and novices, just breaking out those sort of top and bottom bottom groups. And you see it sort of broadcast splitting out a little bit stronger at that really top end of, of expertise. Objectives. I won't go through this in all, all detail, but just wanted to put both on there. Um, so when we ask people... Um, the th three main objectives that they're using broadcast uh, or digital audio for in the different formats um, versus versus their primary, you know, what are they really focused on for that. Brain awareness is coming through incredibly strongly, um, particularly, and again, we see a little bit of difference here between agencies and advertisers, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about effectiveness and satisfaction um, down the line, but... Um, Agencies particularly focused on brand uh, brand awareness metrics, whereas clients focusing on the engagement, um, sort of further down the funnel metrics. Um, you know, again, this happens across a lot of different markets, but just interesting in terms of expectations of what that end client really wants and how to how to sort of drag them through the line. Are they satisfied? Yeah, they're pretty satisfied, to be honest. Um, so looking at the different areas, so promotion really pops through. And this, this slide for me is not about aren't we doing a great job, it's really um, what are we not doing a great job on, what extra things can we do, what information are they not getting to be satisfied, what extra things as an industry do we need to build in and um, deliver in terms of metrics. Um, so promotions is coming through really trackable, you know, heartland of, of broadcast radio coming through really strongly. And, um, you know, the CRM and the sort of that really closer to customer uh, experience, direct response, where particularly in the streaming space, the underlying data, data um, element should be able to, to grow that satisfaction level and, and feed into that quite nicely. Um, in terms of different splits within this, Queenslanders are really happy. They're, they're stoked with everything, really. Um, so, you know, that's probably the, the most satisfied market. Um, and, again, in terms of different, uh, different groups, it actually, um, it's sort of a little bit in the opposites in terms of the expertise. The expertise, we saw that sort of mid-level, um, five to 15-year group, particularly in Sydney. They're probably the ones that are the harshest um, and the most, putting the most scrutiny. So if we look at satisfaction... The sort of the, the newbies and the, the oldbies are more satisfied than that that middle chunk of people who are obviously holding a lot of the dollars in the market. 
cost effectiveness versus other media. And so this is uh, combining all of audio into into one into one bucket for this, treating it as one as one based against other media. And overall cost effectiveness is coming through pretty strongly, particularly again for that promotion, all those areas that you know, smaller tactical track, trackable type um, objectives. Um, and, you know, things like direct response and CRM, you know, just needing a bit more information to go, okay, is this working? Um, how do I make this scalable? Is this cost effective for my business? And brand awareness, um, you know, similar to other media, but also, you know, you know, fairly positive in that regard. When we spoke to people and the Audio Council, so beyond the report that we're doing here, the, the one of the main sort of purposes for this research is for the council to really prioritise what they're going to work on this year. So there's a lot of information, a lot of qual data behind this that the whole council will go through and use and bubble up and go, okay, for 2017, and love to hear from you guys afterwards, particularly during the Q&A session, on what's, what's important. What do we need to do? What projects can we start? So off the back of this, the Audio Council work on a calendar of, of activity and events uh, for, the, for the coming year. Um, one thing I will say, we are reviewing it at the moment. There's a US audio buyer's guide that came out from the IOB. Um, in the post-event email, we'll send you through a link. Um, the Audio Council are reviewing at the moment, but if the broader market wants to feed into that as well, um, it's a really interesting one to see if we can localise it. Okay, so looking at it, this was sort of a preamble to some of the sort of core findings that we found and bubbling them up. Um, key, key advantages of audio advertising, um, integration, as we talked about, talent, um, a huge one there, broadcast radio, podcasts that's coming through really strongly as well, um, the storytelling element, the emotional side of things. VJ spoke to some of this in terms of and the newer formats also feeding into that. The combination of the visual and the audio and that doesn't necessarily mean in the one the one you know unit, but it's combining those those two factors. Um, data, data underpinning all this. So all this beautiful, rich emotional activity with that data coming in underneath. So you know, um, and I do love quoting Miley Cyrus, which I quote too much, but it is the best of both worlds. You've got um, you've got the best of you know the the storytelling, rich, immersive environment with the data underpinning it as well. And, and dynamic creative, really, really getting on, making the most of that, personalising, etc. Okay, what do we need to do to grow the market? Um, and again, when I sort of reference the mobile area, a lot of these are similar, and you might go, well, that makes sense. But studies like this really do go, okay, there's an appetite. There's um, if we if we create this, people want education in these particular areas, so it's really important. So education, just generally in terms of people wanting to know more, how to use things on the consumer side as well. And we'll come to, to measurement in a second. Um, effectiveness, and I think um, you'd have to be dead almost to not be reading in the, in the trade press every day the debate around, I guess, moving from traditional audience metrics, planning audience things to actually how do we move people along the line and look at actual effectiveness. And that's a big, big hairy word, and it can mean a lot of different things. Um, and as we saw the different types of objectives and as an industry we need to get better at um, helping, helping people understand that, what's right, what's wrong to look at, not dictating but actually just going, okay, here's the tools that you've got, here's how you use them, 
bit of benchmarking, um, and that's something at the IAB where we'll be looking at a lot in terms of effectiveness over the next year. Um, measurement, so sort of jumping up a bit. So measurement, can, again, can mean a lot of different things, but audience measurement is really important, particularly we have a little bit of information on the streaming space through Nielsen at the moment. We're moving to daily ratings later in the year, so measurement will be definitely part of that, and audio is is key to that. So it's being treated along with text and video. So those three channels are being treated you know, as, as key key pillars in the measurement system. So um, there there is more coming, so just bear with us. Um, and creative, and, and Ralph's going to talk to this again a bit more. People are dying to see, particularly on the client side, that was an overwhelming thing of the marketers going, show me what this creative can do, what are the opportunities here, how can I... How can I do it better? How can I do it better than my competitors? Um, when we broke that out, we did ask this by different types of audio advertising. So we said, you know, what are the opportunities for broadcast versus streaming versus podcast, etc. And look, really similar themes coming out. But the comments that came through were very, very much about joining the dots across all forms. So what does that mean for broadcast and streaming and how do we bring those together? Which I think if we can treat 2017 as a year of effectiveness and I guess integration and collaboration. So let's stop, um, let's stop bitching and work together and actually find solutions that work across different, different areas. And I think the IV is really um, committed to working with all pieces of the industry to do that. Okay, just a few quotes. Um, I particularly, I almost could have written the top one, but I didn't, I promise you. Um, you know, how can we help the industry? Show, show us how broadcast and streaming can work together to increase audio reach. Simple. Show us. Show us how cross-media reach, frequency, effectiveness can work. Um, again, from the, the second one from the agency director in terms of you know, that mood, the environment, the importance of context there as well. And, and the CMO quote again, creative. It just came through from every CMO. Show us awesome creative. Inspire me. Okay, there's a lot here. Sorry, I was going to limit this, but I put them all on. I'll talk to them quickly. So key takeaways. And there, again, I encourage you to go and look at the deck because there's more information up there. We're just highlighting the bits and pieces so the panel can... Um, then interrogate the data and the industry a bit more detail. Key takeaways for me, so that agency cross-planning is really encouraging. We just now need to provide the tools to make that real. So in terms of a strategic idea, it's there, people are there already. We just need real data and, and tools to help support that. Um, eight in 10 media buyers have used streaming digital audio already. Okay, so that's you know, we're there. The experimentation is over. We're at the next part of the curve. Um, programmatic. Half of the agency people intending to trade audio programmatically this year. Um, are we ready? I'll leave that as a question. Um, podcast usage. Look, podcast usage is going up. It's a hard one. We've had analyst industry conversations about how it's hard to measure. Um, We've done, we did a bit of work in the Audio Council last week, uh, last year in terms of podcast guidelines and we'll continue to look at that both in terms of consumption and also um, standardising metrics, deliverables in that market. Uh, brand awareness, it's, it's, it's there. We need to get better at tracking brand metrics um, and, and we'll, you know, again, work across different media channels to help sort of understand how that works across channels. Um, satisfaction's high, 
but some of those deeper pieces and further down the funnel need support there to actually go, okay, is this money being spent in the right way? And again, this is common across not just digital, but all different things. The level of scrutiny and the type of scrutiny is, is quite rightly is different. And we need to get the sort of the CMO and CFO conversation happening together. This one, last one keeps me in a job. Uh, which is always good, so I've put that on there. So, look, real improvements in, in audience measurement. How do, how do we actually understand what's going on, who's where, what are they doing, how long are they on, um, and, and really just having that information that people can, people can plan on, and then the effectiveness piece. Okay, just a few ideas. I won't go through all these in details, but creative. Look, three things, Okay. Sorry, I should have done this to three things. Creative, measurement, education. They're the three things we need. There's obviously a lot of things underneath each of those, but if we keep coming back to, okay, what's going to change? What's going to move the dial? What do we need to do? Those, those three pieces, everything pretty much falls under those. That's me. I'd like to, and I'm so sorry, uh, I'd need to um, thank the Hoop Group for running the, I just pretended all that was my own work. Um, we did have an independent research company working with which is the Hoop Group, so Graham from Hoops there, and he was ready to correct me if I stretched, stretched the truth in any which way. Uh, but we've worked with Hoop on a number of different trade studies, and, and they've been an important piece of this um, research. So thank you to Hoop, as well as the sponsors and CRA. Thank you. The IAB Digital Audio Council presents the State of the Nation Industry Sessions, powered by the nation's leading audio companies. For more information, visit iabaustralia.com.au.